4: Radio 77 W.A.B.C.
5: And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. A lot on my mind this morning as it relates to Buffalo. We will get to that in just one second. But I do want to say a uh, programming note. Those of you that have been asking for additional hours for me, all this week, I will be on the air at 12.15 p.m. in the afternoon, 12.15 to 1, and here in my regular shift. So, I'm here now until 1 a.m., and then I will be back in less than 12 hours on the air again. And that's uh, all this week. Ten people killed, three others Wounded. Almost all the victims, African-American. And I really do feel this way, that absent of race, it could have been you or I in that Topps uh, supermarket. As a matter of fact, I used to shop all the time at the Topps in Cortland, New York. So Topps is like our ShopRite, what used to be uh, our Grand Union um, and, and, and they, they are, there are a lot of tops in, uh, upstate New York. That's their market, but it's just like our shop, right? Or so on. How can an 18 year old, 18 year old have so much hate in his heart? This is about race but it's also about mental illness. This is really about all of us. So tomorrow, President Biden is uh, headed to, uh, to Buffalo, and now we are finding out that the suspect was held for, the 18-year-old suspect was held For a mental health evaluation last year. He once wore a full hazmat suit to school during the pandemic. And we are taking uh, your calls this entire hour on this topic and i i th- there are times when i want to have like a town hall type setting this if there ever was a time to do it it is this morning it is right here it is right now 800 848 wabc 800 848 9222 and so the 18 year old suspect had made threats against uh, some of the students in his high school. This according to the police. And the gun dealer who sold the suspect an assault weapon described it as a, or describes it as a routine transaction. So the police said uh, uh, today that this young man had been picked up at his high school last June by the state police after making a threatening remark and had been taken to a hospital for a mental health evaluation. He was responding to a question for a class project about his post-graduation plans And the suspect said his plans involved a murder-suicide. This is according to police officials at a news conference up in Buffalo. So the young man described the remark as a joke later. And after the mental health evaluation, which lasted about a day and a half, he was released, and this account has also been confirmed by the FBI. So I'm going to your to your telephone calls in just one second. And what 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 I'm thinking about is several people at the supermarket. They were just there running errands, getting food for dinner. One person was helping to put groceries into another shopper's uh, car. Four people were shot in the parking lot and nine in the store. So let's go to the uh, telephone calls. Let's start with uh, Joseph in the Bronx. Good morning, Joseph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Joseph, are you with me? Joseph, are you there? Okay, Joseph doesn't appear to be there. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77
3: WABC. Yeah, good morning. I have a question, and it may sound a little racist, but the truth is the truth is the truth. Are black people trying to antagonize crazy, lunatic, nutty white people into up guns and
5: shooting them. Okay, wait, okay wait, 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 hey, a, wait, 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 out. wait, wait, wait a second, Michael. Yeah. You know, you just, okay, so I want to make sure I got this right. Right, you so, heard me correctly, okay, wait, and I'm going wait, to explain wait, it. Michael, hold on a second. I don't want to cut off anybody today. I just want to make sure I got this right. So you're telling me with a straight face that it's black people's fault that this young man who happened to be white shot them it's their fault that's what you crazy me? Wait, wait 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 so if he's crazy what does that have to do with the victims?
3: Okay, now I'm now I'm going to explain. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Right, and I dread it. I hate it, but this is what's going to happen. Some crazy lunatic black person is going to seek revenge and shoot white people. And then a crazy lunatic nutty white person is going to get say, I want to get even with black. We're going to have this like the school shootings. Do you remember what happened after Columbine? It was like every week stuck co- High school kids were coming in and shooting other kids. Now they opened up the door to this. Now, here's what I'm saying when I say, are black people trying to antagonize these idiots? And that's what they are. They are mentally disturbed people who should be executed. But here's here's why I'm saying it. Stop already. Stop with the white supremacy and the white racism. Stop saying this because you're you're normal white people won't do anything. But among the normal white people, there are some lunatic, crazy white people, and you don't want to antagonize them. Now, it started out when you had a black man who said, I was attacked by two mega people in
5: Chicago. Okay, okay, wait, in the morning, wait, wait, Michael, right? Michael, Michael, Michael. My- Michael, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want you to know that most nights you make points uh, that I can agree with to to a certain degree. But right now, I just want to slam my head on this table based on on what you're saying. First of all, you're cherry picking. You want to start the story. (laughs) You want to start the story, Michael. And I'm going to give you your say again. You want to start the story, and I have a lot of calls. We're going to get to the other callers in just a minute. You want to start the story at the convenient point for you. But this is not a game, Michael. There are people in the morgue as we speak, grandmothers, innocent people. I notice with great interest you're not saying anything about the innocent victims in all this.
3: Keep saying white and white racism, and, and it keeps going on and on and on. Okay, I, I, blacks I, okay, killing listen. whites and whites killing blacks, Michael, and I don't want to
5: see that. Do okay, you understand Michael, that? Michael, I, Michael, Michael, please. Now, who's the one that brought up the, the black-white issue? The suspect himself. So what are we supposed to do, ignore the fact that the suspect is bringing this up himself? I'm
3: answering you. It's, it, black people have to stop with this craziness of constantly saying white supremacy and white racism. They had a black female politician on TV screaming at the top of her lungs. Okay. I am going to make sure that black mothers have enough formula for black babies, as if to say white okay. mothers get all the formula want. Michael. Why couldn't she say, I Michael. want to make sure that all mothers, Michael. all mothers have enough Michael. formula for their beautiful Michael. babies. Does
0: Michael. she have
3: to say black Michael. mothers and black Michael. babies? Is that what you, did the mayor have to say? I have to hire Michael. my brother. Protect-
5: Michael, I'm going to say it one more time. Then we're going to lower your mic. Okay. So Michael, listen, most nights you make comments that I can agree with uh, to some degree, but on this one, my friend, I just want to put my head on the table because what you're saying to me is outrageous. And frankly, it's part of the problem. These people, thank you for the call, Michael. These people didn't do anything wrong. The victims, they went into a supermarket and a young man who's clearly deranged drove from near the Binghamton area, and I know upstate New York well. He could have gone through the Southern Tier route to get to Buffalo, or he could have went via Route 81. Either way, you're looking at a three-hour drive. And if you go Route 81, he stopped, he went past several cities with high African-American populations, Syracuse and Rochester. But for some reason, but if he went the southern tier route, 17, then then he wouldn't uh, pass those cities. But still, it took him three hours. I can't explain why this young man did what he did. I can't explain it. But it's definitely, it's not just race, it's mental illness. As a matter of fact, I think it's more mental illness. Let's go to uh, Dino Queens, New York. Good morning, Dino. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. how are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Go right ahead. I spoke to you a few
6: times. I don't know if you remember who I am.
5: Okay. I Dino, it, please. I, we have a lot of calls. So just okay, please get
6: to your plan. Michael is off his rocket. You know what? I was trying to count how many times you said Michael. That was funny. Kind of funny, but okay. It he has nothing to do with that. Guy is deranged. He needs Psychiatry—that's the bottom line. Anybody would knows that. That's normal and connected with reality. You can carry on and make make a thousand stories out of this. The guy has an issue. There's something he's disconnected with reality, and there's something he wanted to claim. For, he wanted that fame too. Oh, he wanted that. He was looking for fame, but you know what? There's something wrong with him. Like you said, he came from a good family, educated family. So there's something neglected back in his background to do that to innocent people. The other thing I want to say is why couldn't there be somebody like me or Curtis Leeway in the parking lot? I would have never gun or no gun. I'm coming at you.
5: Well, yeah, you may, you may have, you may have come at him, but, but, but you may be tragically at the morgue this morning. I mean, there's
6: a way to do it though. There's a way to do it. All right. Well, there's a way to do it. Well, I, I, yeah, my father's a veteran from the United States. Army, And there's some tactics. I'm not saying I'm professional, but you know what? I would I if I see I see innocent people going down, mm-hmm. if I can stop it, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot in it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go all the way. But again back to what you were saying, yeah, he's mentally deranged. He's not normal. And he's probably gonna have to get what do you call that? Before they put him lock him up for life, he's gonna get psychiatric valuation and they're gonna say he he's uh demented.
5: Right. Well, I I thank you for the telephone call. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too, man. Thank you. Thank you, and you have a lovely morning. Thank you. So we have Joseph back uh, from the Bronx. I want to see what Joseph uh, has to say. Good morning, Joseph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Joseph, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. So uh, basically, uh, very briefly concerning the uh, Buffalo shooting, Wait, uh, hey, hey Joseph!
5: One. Wait, are you talking directly into your phone? You sound a little muffled. But but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, can you hear me now? I hear you now. Go ahead. Number one.
1: Okay, terrific. Okay, so number one. Uh, so basically, what it up to the be, uh, Buffalo shooting? Uh, you know,
5: basically, there's a wait, Joseph. It's uh, almost uh, impossible to understand what you're saying. It's. It, it, are you talking? Are you talking directly you into the phone? Yes. Okay. I am. Okay. Go, go ahead. We're gonna try it for the last time. Go ahead.
1: Okay, no problem. So basically concerning Buffalo, uh, it's, it's actually a glaring hypocrisy and double standard with regard to racially motivated violence in the mass media and how they're covered by the news agencies. Now, obviously, we all know what happened in Buffalo. All right. It was clearly a racially motivated shooting. The killer wanted to kill as many blacks as possible for no kind of reason other than the fact that they were black. But let me give you an example of a crime. That happened
5: twenty years ago. Okay, okay. You, you of, can give. Hey, Joseph, you can give me the example. You can give it to me. But, but I want you to answer mm-hmm. this question for me first. But before you hit okay. your talking points, do you have any sympathy at all for the people that died? Uh, well, because yes, I don't think you part, do. And... I don't think you do. You're just going oh, on to oh, your oh, talking points. Okay, go ahead. OK, go ahead. No, 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 no. no. Go ahead. So now you have the floor. I just want I just want to understand we because, see, when I came into tonight's show, Joseph. Yeah. um, I don't want to just engage in. He did this. No, he did that. No, this one killed more people. No, look, look, look at what happened in Wisconsin and what happened in Wisconsin was absolutely awful to those grandmothers at the parade. But now you said you want to tell me about a double standard. So please go ahead and do so.
1: Okay. To illustrate that double standard, I want your audience to be directed to a site. It's Wichita dash massacre. Okay. okay, Please, please,
5: Joseph, just please. I don't, I don't like cutting people off. Can you please get to the point? I don't need you to yes, direct somebody right. to a website. You got three seconds and I'm moving on. Please make your Uh-oh. point.
1: <laughs> okay. Now Wichita the Wichita Massacre was a horrific crime. All right. Now again, four innocent young white professionals inside of their condo, at home minding their own business, were accosted by two degenerates
5: by the name of Jonathan and Reginald Carr. Okay, they so raped- So Joseph. So Joseph. So I've gone from wanting to put my head on the table to holding my head. You're telling me that you want to tell me about uh, some apparent racist incident that happened 20 years ago, and that's justification for something that happened in Buffalo just 48 hours ago. Is that what you're telling me with a straight face? No, I am not. Joseph, on. I, I can't. To, Joseph, on. no, Joseph. And listen to me, please. We have a lot of calls. I can't give you ten minutes to set up your story. You've gotta be okay, I've have to I have to move on, but I do thank you for the call, Joseph. I tried my hardest to get your your point across. Let's go to uh Miguel in Flushing. Good morning, Miguel. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
7: Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. And I'm really uh angry with this thing that happened with this shooting uh, and those victims. I saw the video, and it was horrible. It really is horrible. And I, I really don't want this guy, people talking about mental health. I want this guy for life in jail, or I want him executed. This is, this is not right. And for these callers, these last few callers calling about nonsense, this man murdered innocent people, and he needs to face justice.
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
7: yes yes and
5: and hopefully and also, he will
7: hopefully and also the the uh, politicians taking advantage of this with all this talk about um gun control They they always do this and it, it doesn't work they've been talking about this for how many years and nothing is done this this is happening mainly in states again run by Democrats who talk about gun control and but they, they don't mind letting the gun stay in the criminals' hands because they keep letting them out of jail. It all goes full circle.
5: Well, Miguel, I you know, I thank you for the call and in, all I know as of right now is that you have all of these families that are planning funerals. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. I've got to take a break, but let me squeeze in one more call before I do so. Larry in Brooklyn Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
4: Yeah, uh, Dominic. Um, okay, I know you're trying to derive some solace in this, in this incident. There is no solace. The only way you're going to derive solace is to look at it this way. There is no, this guy came from uh, a place where there, there is practically no blacks. If there was a black, it would be a token black person. I know that because I went to school in Binghamton. Okay, so I'm familiar with the area.
5: Well, so, but, you know, well but, but Larry, Binghamton has a black community, and you know that. Well, when
4: I went to school, it did not, okay, 27 years now, ago. Now, if you
5: said Cortland, where I went to school, they don't have a black population, but Binghamton has a black population. But go ahead.
4: Okay, okay. Be that as it may, I think that the fact that this guy just came out of literally out of nowhere speaks to the fact that there's heavy, heavy karma going on here. And you know what the expression is? Karma can be a bitch. And I'll tell you something. When you have a situation where certain state legislatures are sitting and feasting on the fears of countless New Yorkers because they want to restructure certain social systems in society, okay, and sitting there and they know people are, in morbid fear and they will not budge okay this is where karma comes in okay things happen out of the blue out of the blue okay and I can tell you so many of these stories first of all you can't label this guy crazy because there was a um, he had a a, what do you call it a manifesto the Unabomber, who also had a manifesto was not crazy okay but but wait Larry he was a genius
5: Larry, because because yeah. you have a document uh, of what your nutty plans are, that doesn't mean that you're sane, and it doesn't mean that you're a genius. This is a kid that had mental health run-ins in the past.
4: Okay, but be the, I'm trying to tell you to just to throw it all on mental illness will not solve the problem. There's a lot of karma going on here. We got to look at this in a spiritual manner, and I could I could throw you back to a lot of the school shootings. You cannot explain. Most of those school shootings. To say somebody had Asperger's sy- syndrome—that's why he went and shot up a school. I mean, look—you could look for a defect in any human being, and you're going to find there's going to be some defect. That does not explain the act. Okay? There are certain things that go on in society that have to be remedied for these things not to happen. Okay. okay? So,
5: so I, I hear what you're saying, Larry. But I—but I do want to ask you this question before I take a commercial break. I noticed that you didn't say much about the victims here.
4: Um, what could you say? What can you say? First, of, uh, saying anything is not going to help anything. It won't. It won't. Innocent people, are, of course, innocent people are, are, will always be innocent, okay? And God forbid it should happen to anybody mm-hmm. who's in the wrong place at the wrong time. This could happen at any time, and it does happen at any given time. And you, you just take a map of the United States and close your eyes and put Figure down, and it could happen
5: there tomorrow. Well, Larry,
4: what could could you say, Uh,
5: Larry? Let let me do this. I I thank you for the call. (laughs) I need to take a commercial break, and I will try to answer that when we come back. We see all of your calls. I'm going to try my best to uh, get to all of them. Uh, in this uh, hour and of course coming up at 1 a.m. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight 1245 the Chronicles of Dominic Carter but we are spending this hour talking about what happened in Buffalo and when we come back we will also let you hear what President Biden has had to say as I said he's headed there tomorrow we'll be right back Talk
6: Radio 77
4: Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
8: Before I begin, let me say a word about uh, yesterday's mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. A lone gunman armed with weapons of war and hate-filled soul shot and killed ten innocent people in cold blood at a grocery store on Saturday afternoon. Jill and I, Like all of you, pray for the victims and their families and a devastated community.
5: President Biden speaking on the Buffalo matter. He's headed to Buffalo tomorrow. I'm looking at some of my uh, emails, and tomorrow being Tuesday, some of my emails from uh, Sal, a friend of the program, he says, quote, These murderous animals who kill people in Buffalo, New York, and at that church in California. Thank you, Sal. I didn't even mention the shooting in California yet. In the church. But Sal says, are classic examples of what I call escaped laboratory experiments gone wrong. If found guilty by the courts, they should either get the death penalty or life imprisonment with solitary confinement and no actual contact with visitors except by cell phone or by intercom. Also, it is time for churches to hire armed security guards. That's according to uh, Sal. And, um, you know, I, I agree with them on the um, if found guilty Life imprisonment, solitary confinement, no actual contact with visitors. Something something has to give. So is this about race that happened in Buffalo? Absolutely. Is it about mental illness? Absolutely. How could a young man eighteen years old get this lost and his parents not know anything? I don't buy that the parents didn't have an idea of what was going on. Let's go to uh, Rodney, I believe, uh, in Deer Park. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
8: Hi, Dominic, and thank you. Thank you for bringing up the fact about people who addressed the um, the hurt I worked in a hospital out here on Long Island for many years, and any time we've lost a man, woman, or child, and I lost my own parents who died in my arms at a bad hospital, uh, it affects everything downstream. I'm sorry everything. to hear that. You don't know? Yeah. Well, yes, my friend. The multiplicity of it, that affects you for the rest of your life. You don't have a grandparent. You don't have a child. And to lose a child is the worst thing in the world for a parent. Um And to hear that, I, I just wish you patience with that. I really do. I do, because to hear Joe Biden, who is a – um well, I don't have words for him to say all this white supremacy. We're all people. I have neighbors that moved across the street. A moving van came in, and it was a moving van, all black people in it. I'm white. doesn't matter. I'm colorblind. And um, I walked up the driveway, I went to Aldi's, and I bought cupcakes and cake. I said, who's the homeowner here? Guy came out. He goes, thank you so much. I have five children. Ron Hayes, the best neighbors I have. His little son, Ryan, goes, Mr. Eddie, how are you? They were just the nicest people from the Bronx. They were so glad to move out here and get away from hell in the Bronx. I saw the kids. They didn't tell them. They said that they were going to Uncle house in North Carolina and they're coming up here and they're visiting a friend's house. They didn't tell the kids they were getting back the Bronx. And I saw the kid, he kind of waved at me. And the mother said, you like this? It's our new house. We live here. And his mouth opened up. Like, what? What? We're not going to get beat up anymore or anything else? You know, uh, there is hope in America. There really is. And you got to take yourself and put yourself in other people's places. And like I said, I'm colorblind. I love everybody. One person at a time, Dominic. And I wish you, I wish you love. I wish you hope with the colors, the people that call in. And I just don't understand people that can do this and take a life. I saw a rat in my driveway. Something killed it. And I felt sorry for that little rat. We don't rats or, you know, anything. I'll kill a mosquito cause he's going to suck the blood out of me. But you know, for things, for people, for animals, dogs, everything, they have souls, we all have souls, Dominic. And those souls were taken by a bad, evil person. And I think uh, Curtis Lee was said they should energize that electric chair up and I I, I don't want to take a life. I would never want to have stopped the people on the road, going to the hospital, leaving on call at the Stony Brook hospital, and I, I tried uh, to save a man's life, and you know I went to the fireman. I said he's not breathing, and I went back and put a, a car out that was on fire for a kid that hit head on, and I went back and they said, well, he was dripping blood from his nose, so we didn't want to breathe for him. Um, and, and you know he had and you try and you tried
5: to help. I, I I appreciate what you did, and I thank you for the call because uh, a lot of people are holding to. Um, share their sentiments, and so I do need to move on. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind?
9: Good morning. I won't ask how was your weekend, but um, I have a message for Michael. I don't say white supremacy as long as it exists. It's not a thing that should be hidden or racism. But That's not why I call. Um, I call to just ask you a question. What makes you think there's a mental problem here when his parents bought him a, a rifle?
5: Well, his behavior Ooh. at high school, uh, showing up uh, threatening at high school and being hospitalized for uh, an op- a psych observation taken by the state police. Uh, the second reason, showing up at the school in a, a full hazmat suit during the uh, pandemic. And as someone whose mother was mentally ill, which my mother was a chronic paranoid schizophrenic, Those two incidents, Audrey, that I'm documenting to you that we know about with this young man, I guarantee you they are more that somebody is hiding. And it's going to come to light, and we're going to find out exactly what the parents knew about this young man. I mean, and and I don't want to jump to any conclusions, Audrey, because for all we know, they may have tried to get their child uh, some psychiatric help. We don't know as of yet. Uh, all of this is uh, still uh, coming out but but it, it is so it is so horrible what happened and I'm going to let you get your say when when, when, when when things happen around me that are very, very traumatic and sad, I just try my best to block them out on a mental level. That's what I've done all my life. That's how I survived with uh, all the bad things that happened during my own life. And I I just feel awful for those families um, in Buffalo. And I feel awful for the hero police officer, retired officer who tried, uh, who didn't run the other way. But Audrey, have your final say before I move on. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
9: The main thing is he did it. He, he premeditated murder. It's domestic terrorism, and I'm afraid for this country because it's praying time. We got to stop the madness. It didn't just start. And I'll ask you how was your weekend tomorrow. I'm going to call as long as you're
5: on. Thank okay. you for taking my call. Well, well, Audrey, you know, thank you for the call. And you know, at first I wasn't going to say this, but. How do you improve a uh, race relations? So, for example, I've been telling you folks for weeks that I have this huge tree on my property. That was a humongous problem going into the summer. And this is how you improve race relations. One of our listeners at WABC, his name is Jim. And Jim is a hardworking American who happens to be white. Jim said, Dominic, I don't want any money from you. I just want to help you from one neighbor to another. Jim lives in Rockland County. So on Friday night, in the rain, Jim is standing there chopping up my tree with his uh, gas saw and when it when it when when it gave him a little bit of a problem he went back home and returned and continued working into the dark and remember in rockland county we have bears and here it is and the only reason why i'm pointing out his race is because to me this is how we make things better this white man was helping and one of his African-American neighbors in a problem, and he didn't want anything from me, nothing. Showed up with his sores, cut, 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 the tree is gone. The guy worked for hours. And um, I- I'm going to, I-, I have a little more to say about that, but but things like that, we have got to find ways to bring people together. And this is one of the reasons why I don't like to do the hate route on this program, because there are a lot of sick people in this country and we may take something one way. They may take it completely a different way. Someone that, that needs uh help. Let's go to, our friend Dominic and whopping just falls. So Dominic, it says here you disagree with me. Disagree with me on what? Yeah, yes,
10: uh, my goomba, my goomba <laughs> brother. I, I with and, and first
5: off, do not hit that beautiful head of yours. I don't want to <laughs> see that go <going> down <laughs> on the table. Get no, no. Table. But Dominic, I'm, yes. and I'm going to give you your say. But the first caller out the gate, and and you're telling, and he's telling me how it's the victim's fault. That they're dead. It, I mean, come on. It, it could it could be it could be my grandmother that was in that supermarket. It could be one of your relatives. But Dominic, go right ahead.
10: I agree with you one hundred percent. This is what I disagree with you. I think Michael was trying to tell you something, even though he sounded like a lunatic. And I agree with you. I was going to bang my head against the steering wheel as I drove home when I was listening. It was almost listening to Stanley. It's like I, I just can't comprehend people like that. However. He did bring something up, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty interesting. The media is 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 playing the race card. Uh, black this, black that. White this, white that. And you got a lot of people walking around with mental illness, just like you said. And when they snap, this is what happens, um, So That's where I disagree with you. I think the media is 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 pushing this narrative of black, 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 white, 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 and it's pinning. Black and white against each other. I, I, that's that's what I'm seeing. I also don't want. I don't, also don't understand. How did this kid with all this mental problems that you say he has? How the hell did he get a gun? If the law enforcement have have a record on him, how did he
5: get a gun? Well, maybe maybe, maybe Dominic he didn't have a record, and I'm sure if he went through the the mental health uh, evaluation a day and a half. I mean, maybe that didn't come up in the background or is going to be answered in the days ahead. I wish, Dominic, I so wish that I could give you the answer uh, as to how this all happened. And so you're saying to me, Dominic, you know, the the media pushing. You're saying the media pushing um, black and white and and you see a. The point I was going Dominic I thank you for the call I do have to move on. Thank you Dominic. I look forward to chatting with you. You see I'm I'm trying right now this morning to be respectful of the people that died in in Buffalo. And so I I do not want to go on any tirade of uh black on black crime or anything that may even begin to justify what happened, because there is nothing that can justify someone's grandmother in the supermarket shopping for food and shot dead. Let's see what our friend Stan in Forest Hills has to say. Good morning, Stan. You're on Talk Radio 77, WABC.
4: You know, uh, you're worried about, the. you know, no one's talking about the dead. You're worried about the dead. Uh, No one gives personal crap about the dead. They didn't give a gram about the dead in Columbine. They didn't give a damn about the dead in Connecticut with those 20 beautiful children. And they don't give a damn about the dead here. And in each instance, nothing, use the word capital letters, nothing has been done in terms of any movement of any type by this government. Not just this president, who started you know I'm, i got I love Joe Biden, but you know he 's saying the same b s that all of them say what are they going to say? Nothing to say I got news for you. The conversation to me is moot it 's not even worth talking about because as deeply as you 're hurt and you 're banging your head ain 't nothing going to be done it hasn 't been done with others that died you 're worried about I'm worried about – why? What? you can't worry about them because nobody gives a personal S.H. about them. But he did or something would have been done in Florida, in, in another city. I mean, come on. It, it, it's right in front of your face. Nothing will be done. Nothing. Okay? And the idiots that call up here are just as sick as the shooter, like Mike and your friend, uh, 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 this guy that called, and come up with that, that the media is the problem. Well who got killed here was it? I mean, there were two white people, the rest were people of color. Uh, should we ignore the fact this gentleman did what he did guns 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 I mean, does this take intelligence but we 're dealing in a country that is extremely sick, and yeah. i don 't think anything's going to be you I hate to I love you you 're wasting your time talking about this. I know it's ratings. I, it, since the past and that that nothing has been done. Why keep talking? Because nothing's going to get done. I hope something does, unless there's a revolution or a civil war here. I don't know. But I think, I know your heart's bleeding, but nothing, nothing is going to be done. Nothing. It hasn't in the past. What worse things? Nothing. You see it? Do I have to make it up? Am I making well, it up?
5: Well, Stan, that, you know, it, it's not that my, my heart is hurting right now, because like I said, uh, being honest with you, in my own life, whenever something has been very traumatic, I just completely blink it out. Completely. It doesn't exist. And on a personal level, the shooting in Buffalo is so hurtful that I have just blinked it out. So I, I went on uh, with my weekend, and I was aware. I thank you for the call, Stan. I do have to move on. Thank you. I was aware of what happened, uh, but now the work week is uh, back upon us, and we must talk about what's going on. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. More of your telephone calls. I've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I'll be right back. W-A-B-C.
4: These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 W.A.B.C.
5: And that was the uh, situation as thousands attended abortion rights rallies across New York City this weekend, the tri-state area and the country. The demonstrations, all in response to the Supreme Court's anticipated decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, the protest off what organizers predict, will be a, quote, summer of rage. My point is you can protest 24 hours a day, fine, but do it at the Supreme Court, not at the homes or, or in uh, uh, locations where, where, where you may have a permit to protest, but not at the homes of a Supreme Court justice, even though that is uh, continuing. We are taking your telephone calls on the topic of the mass shooting in uh, Buffalo 10 dead, three additional people wounded. And uh, let's go to Neil at Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Uh, I... Good morning,
11: Dominic. Good morning. Um... I think the police did a disservice to the justice system and to the taxpayers of New York. When the gunman had his gun to his neck and was going to shoot himself, the cops should have said, "Go ahead, pull the trigger. You're correct. This will be justice." Not talk about a shooting himself. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy should have killed himself. Uh, you know, everybody says, "Well, we are going to buy prison for the rest of his life." Well, if we had a death penalty, let him kill. he could have done it himself. And We'd be saving hundreds of thousands of dollars that we're not going to have to pay now to keep this guy in prison for the rest of his life, and go through a, a, a very expensive trial. So that's that's just what I think, Dominic.
5: Hey, but Neil, but what happens if 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 um if he then turned that rifle on the cops, and then then you can have a a, a tragic, further tragedy in terms of a dead police officer. So
11: well, but the, the cops were right there, Dominic. I mean, he had the gun to his neck. If he would have turned the gun towards the cops, they could have just shot him right right then and there, and, and that would have ended it. So they, right. would have, they would have executed him, which he deserves.
5: Hmm. Hmm.
11: That's the proper justice for the man.
5: Well, Neil, I, I thank you for your call, and you have a beautiful morning. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind?
9: Good morning, Dominic. Um, this wasn't what I was going to say, but I, I just have to make a comment. Uh, telling the story of your neighbor uh, that helped you with the
12: tree—yes—that
9: is the way to solve all of this uh, racial tension. If more people were decent like that toward one another, yes, the world would be a better place. Yes, but uh, I—and your call, Dominic. A little bit of my thunder. I, in no way was I going to defend what Mike, the first caller, said or the other caller after that that kind of was on the same path. But I think the point that they were trying to make is when you have people that have this mental illness, um, they you never know what may set them off. And especially when you have the governor Um, making a a statement that this was, uh, uh, a white supremacist. Um, yet she didn't say anything about Frank James. You know, it's, it's a, that's what they mean. It's a very biased media. And also the politicians.
5: So so wait, Jacqueline, I want you to just hold your thought for just one second. You mentioned Governor Hochul and the comment about a white supremacist and that she didn't mention uh, Frank James. I want you to just pause for a second and listen to what the governor actually had to say.
9: And to see that sense of security shattered by an individual, a white supremacist who has engaged in an act of terrorism, and will be prosecuted as such in a cold-hearted, cruel, calculating way. A military-style execution targeting people who simply want to buy
5: groceries. So, Jacqueline, that sounds reasonable to me, what Governor Hochul said. Why is it unreasonable to you?
9: I'm not. I'm not saying it's unreasonable. I'm saying that she she only was outspoken uh, with regard to this particular situation, in my opinion, because the perpetrator, the murderer, happened to be a white person. I don't recall hearing her or any other politician, for that matter, making the same types of statements or comments regarding what occurred in Walkershaw.
5: Okay. Okay. Now, now, Jacqueline, um, I, you. I, you really in your heart of heart, you believe that 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 Governor Hokul first of all, she's the governor of New York, not the governor of Wisconsin. The governor of Wisconsin is the one that speaks out over what happens in that state. You you really believe that Governor Hokul only spoke out about this because the suspect is white? Well, let me let me play devil's advocate with okay. you, Dominic. Okay.
9: Biden is going now
5: to Buffalo in view of what occurred. Go to Waukesha. Well, let me respond this way. Let me me just respond this way. As far as I'm concerned, it's clear cut what happened in Wisconsin and that animal should never see the light of day again. But in the, Criminal justice system. We already know he's going to play the game. Oh, I lost control of the car and all of that nonsense. And I'm not. I'm. I, I do not want to appear that I'm that I'm equating lives in Wisconsin and lives in Buffalo because I'm not doing that. But this is a situation in Buffalo, Jacqueline, where you have ten dead people. In in Wisconsin, I believe you had five. I believe. Um, most elderly grandmothers just like this situation, but it's going to be a different type of defense from, from the criminal. I don't know what this young man is going to argue, but I, I, I just find it amazing, Jacqueline. And it is a little sad for me. I respect you and I respect your point of view, but that you really believe that the only reason, I mean, are things that bad where you only believe that you... Hoku is speaking out because the suspect is white? Because it came from her, yes,
9: I do feel that way, Dominic. And please, don't misunderstand me. I'm not defending any of these incidents and murders and massacres that have occurred. I don't care if they were black, white, green, purple, red, yellow, or blue. They're all wrong. But when you say what's causing all of this, the common denominator here is usually mental illness. Now, I I, you may think I'm going out on a limb here. They think I'm crazy and I'm far-fetched. But a lot of these people that play these video games, these violent video games, and if someone has mental illness and they have trouble differentiating reality or they have moments when they're lucid and other moments when they're completely off the wall, and and who knows, maybe even with these games, some of these companies could even have some uh, way of subliminally affecting these types of individuals that have mental incapacities. I mean, this didn't; these things did not go on fifty, sixty, seventy years ago. Not on a regular daily basis,
5: almost like they are now. Hmm. Well, Jacqueline, I I respect you, and I look forward to always chatting with you. I thank you uh, for the uh, telephone call. Let's go to Cat. Uh, Cat, where where are you calling from? Ipswich, Massachusetts. Oh, well, thank you. Good morning. Go right
2: ahead.
12: I actually agree with the, your previous caller, Jacqueline. I do agree with her. I mean, when I heard about what happened in Buffalo, I was horrified. Like, I, I grew up in Massachusetts, like in Massachusetts, East Coast, but I went to school in, like, upstate New York Okay. at Hamilton College. Oh, and I have a lot of so, and I have Co- some Colgate, friends that Co- like it, it, live it, it, in Buffalo. Wait, no, that, that's Hamilton,
5: New York, right? Colgate is yes. the university that's also there. But go ahead.
12: Yeah, and the only reason why I could go there is because they was I was like from a poor family. Thank God, and they paid for half my tuition. But I I loved. I mean, I was so happy that I went there because I I was like, oh my God, I'm going to learn a lot. Anyway, so a, when I heard this, like a friend of mine. He was from at school. He was from, he grew up in uh, Manhattan, and I met him a couple of times, and I I grew I found out that he moved to Buffalo. I go who the hell moves to Buffalo? It's like freaking cold as hell. It's it, it cold in it? Buffalo. It's like so when I heard this the other day, I was like, oh my god, like what the hell happened? I'm like horrified, and then my you know what my first think was. As a single woman, I said, oh, my God, I need to get a gun. That was my first reaction was that I need to, like, get a gun to protect myself because I'm thinking, if is this going to happen regularly when I go to the supermarket?
5: And that's – This is not good. No, it's not good. I I, I thank you for the call. I have to step in because we have a lot of callers left. We only have about three and a half minutes, and I'm joined now by uh, Frank Morano. Frank, what was your initial reaction when you heard what had happened? Well, I think the same as
2: everybody else's. You know, on the one hand, you're shocked and saddened, and. You shake your head wondering how this could happen, and on the other hand, you're not the least bit surprised because it seems like this happens all the time now. This is the era in which we're living in, which we've just come to accept – the fact that this is a part of uh, society these days that we have these uh, random mass shootings carried on by this this crazy person or that crazy person, and this is where we are these days could happen anywhere anytime, and you just don 't know wh- where it happens so um, it 's a combination of uh, disgust and of shaking your head in frustration. And a a feeling of powerlessness, because you wonder, what can you do to stop this? I feel like I've heard every possible solution, and yet we're no closer to actually
5: stopping this. It feels like just the opposite. Agreed. What do you have coming up this morning?
2: Well, we are going to talk about this, and I'm going to try and do it in a a manner that's a little bit different than what everyone else is doing, and uh, in a a way that has a kind of a unique take on this. But we're also going to talk about some other issues as well. Uh, Our friend Frank McKay... He's going to join me in the 2 o'clock hour with some updates on this Long Island serial killer case. On Friday, the Suffolk County Police Department released some 911 audio from one of the early victims, in this case, Shannon Gilbert. So I'm going to play for you the audio, and then we're going to break down what Frank has to say about this, because he's been the lead person on this. And on a much lighter note, uh, we're going to talk beer and comedy with Kelsey Grammer, who played Frasier on Mm -hmm. on Cheers and on Frasier. He was in Atlantic City this weekend, which, as you know, is one of my favorite places, uh, peddling his beer. And so we're going to talk all about Atlantic City, beer, Frasier, and uh, he's coming back. He's bringing Frasier back. We're going to talk a little bit about history as well. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. Get a nice break from discussions of mass
5: shootings. Well, we only have a few seconds left. You select the uh, – let's go to Noel. Let's go to Noel in Brooklyn. Noel, I've got 15 seconds for you, so please go right ahead.
11: Uh, To Michael, uh, you are truly a white supremacist because you're telling black people how they should grieve. Uh, The guy who talked about how he was colorblind, well, what do you do when you uh, go uh, on a red or green light? Thank you.
5: Okay, well, Noel, (laughs) that was uh, right to the point in terms of time. I appreciate that. So, folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Morano is coming up the other side of midnight. I will be back in less than 12 hours. I will be back at 12.15 uh, all this week. So if you get a chance, please turn on the radio. We will continue this topic. Folks, have a great morning. Keep it right there. Talk Radio 77 WABC.